So what you saying? Money. Get out of my business. Okay. Let's uh, move on over. Let's smoothie on over. Um, mm -hmm. Our first topic is going to be <laughs> Herschel Walker. Eric, what do you know about Herschel Walker? Herschel Walker is a freaking ninja. That's what I know about Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker has done ballet. Herschel Walker is like a, a four or five degree black belt. He might have more black belts than that. Um, he was a football player for a long time, played for the Cowboys, played for the Vikings, and then I don't remember where he ended his career. Did not know that he would grow up to be such a conservative uh, man. I'm so proud of him. I'm so very, very proud of him. Well, Eric is proud of him for being a conservative man, but he has a very checkered past. And when it comes to his ideas on what conservatism means and really what it as it pertains to our public righteous, he's perfectly fine trampling on certain people's rights in order to get his conservative conservative ideology through. He decided that he's going to run for the U.S. Senate. Georgia, uh, he, he also played at Georgia. And if you've uh, ever been to a Georgia football game, you know that a lot of people, he's wore the number 34. A lot of people have the jersey number 34, but they don't put his name on the back of the jersey because of some of the things that he said. And it's yeah. this isn't a faux pas picture that we've chosen for him. He definitely has a questionable pass. I don't see him winning, even though he's running in Georgia. And you, like I said, Georgia turned blue recently. Yeah. I don't yeah, see I, this person gaining traction to win. But but sometimes that's not necessarily the point. I mean, it's a win for him whether he gets a Senate seat or not. Because, again, it's going to embolden people that look like him, that think like him, to say, hey, you know what? This is something I can get into. Thing. We don't become th what we do not see most of the more often than that. And if there's black people who want to get into politics, they can say, "Surely I'm a I'm more articulate than this guy," and, and it won't take a lot me more a lot less uh, authoritarian. Conservative? <laughs> no, no, I, not, I, you could be conservative and black, but like I said, Herschel Walsh has he has a very checkered past with these things. It's just weird to see him do it. Yeah. But, Somebody in the comments says he's a goofy. I don't. I, I. I'm going to vehemently disagree. All right. Well, you can vehemently disagree with this, but Eric, tell me what you know about the Hood Olympics. Man, listen, I know a lot about the Hood Olympics. The first thing, uh, the, first of all, what they caught, they had to call the crate challenge to include people because you know certain groups of people can't be in the Hood Olympics, can't, can't but they want to the do the Olympics. things. They want to do the things that the hood people do. Can't come to the hood. Don't come <laughs> they to want to go do hood. Yeah, they want to do hood rat things with their friends too on the interweb. Yeah, so, the I mean, listen, I've seen uh, quite a few people bust their butt on this daggone crazy challenge. And we're going to watch some more people. This uh, this is Filet. Uh, I'm going to put his, I'm, I'm gonna put his yeah. link in the chat. Uh, you guys should definitely go give him a follow on uh, Yo, IG because he's actually pretty funny. But we're going to watch And he can video. hoop. And he can hoop. So we're going to watch a few of his videos. Like, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Oh, she grabbed that back real quick. Stomach all out. Give me a honey bun. My neck, my back. Oh, my God. Boy. Wise. Wise. Yo, a bike? I haven't seen this one. Oh, there's something. Okay. Oh, okay. They clearly flexing on this. Oh, oh, we gonna watch one more. I don't get it. Okay, I'm gonna pause right here. One, where are they getting all these goddamn crates? Grocery stores. No, bro. No, like seriously. This is if this isn't proof that hard plastic 
is non-biodegradable and is causing our planet to suffer, I don't know what is. I don't know what is, bro. Bro, they getting these from the from the grocery store because that's why I get them. They find the crates all the time. Put milk in them. They still they still lug cold items in these crates, Eric, man. So, Eric, how 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 long do you like? How long? How many steps up there? Could you do you think you could actually make it down this goddamn thing? I I wait. I'm not. I'm. I I love my uh my uh current status of health, so I would never subject myself to such foolishness. It, not doing it in a whole pandemic where people are dying by the by the chance we out here making fun of an opportunity to, to when to with, take with no mask no mask on no real social distancing people out here are busting a ooh. <laughs> I, I just i don't know i honestly like i've always had a rule if you weigh over 250 you just don't need to be up off the ground higher than four four feet and these people are just constantly Proving why this theory of mine exists. Hopefully, no one gets seriously injured during this. Hopefully, this is a fad that dies off a lot faster than. Not for there's no way in hell you making it up all the way. This not for you wouldn't make it past the fourth one. You would literally stop where this dude in the red is stopping right now. But uh, hey, if you think you can make it, put 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 how many steps you think you can make it up. This dude died. He had flips on flip flops on. He died. <laughs> why, bro? All right. Next next topic. He's dead. Um. Eric, you know about Cowboy Bebop? No, I don't know what that is. Family. I don't know what a Cowboy Bebop is. You know, keep, Cowboy Bebop is basically the God, one of the godfathers of anime. Um, it came up in the 1998 to the uh, 99s. It's a short series. I think it has like 14, 13th episode. It's a cult classic. Um, it's finally coming out with a live action rendition, and there's always this taboo about fucking uh, animes being done by, uh, by like the West. Like if you think of the Last Airbender, Dragon Ball Z, uh, fucking yeah, those. But like when they did a live action for Hollywood, those things were trash. So everyone's always super nervous. But this is the first look that we're getting of the characters, and if you don't know who they are. It, it's a, it, it brings a tear to my eyes, honestly, to see how great they've done with this. I love the diversity. I love the fact that it's not hypersexualized, but you get what's going on. But the one thing I hope people are really prepared to do is take on the brutality of this show. This show was super brutal back in the day. So I'm I'm hopeful that people, you know, are prepared to see that that element come out again. I don't know. What anime brings a bell to your mind? I do I'm just looking at the dude in the middle. I'm like, Harold and freaking Kumar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's all I can think of, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's, that's all it. I can think of. I know nothing about Cowboy Bebop. I am not an anime or manga person at all. I do like Dragon Ball Z, but that's as far as I go. Maybe some One Punch Man or some Afro Samurai or Boondocks. Eh, but those are hit or miss. But the same style just very much relatable to me um i'm liking uh that they got lebron james little uh, uh little brother who's way more aggressive sitting there on the couch with his mech boots and looks like one mechanical arm and then i can't really see this girl's face without like turning upside down i don't the, know I, what's going the, on there the black dude is the dude from uh luke cage season two who was like the the Jamaican dude, he has he had, he was so good in Luke Cage. So I'm just I expect nothing but epicness from him this season, as far as this is concerned. So I'm excited to see what happens here. Uh, but we do need to send a little shout out and a prayer up for our homeboy Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bean Bryant's birthday was yesterday, Kobe Bean, the 23rd of August. Uh, it would have been his 43rd birthday. Very touching tribute sent out by his wife. I mean, it's Kobe Bryant. What what else needs to be said? Yeah. Hey, would have been his birthday on the 23rd. Listen, I mean, one of my t- – he's in my top five. I don't care what anybody else says. I put Kobe in my top five. Period. No, for sure, that's, for sure. That's pretty much all I got to say. That's I mean, nothing else needs to be said. Shoot. Uh, but we do have a situation happening out of uh, – Iowa, a white Iowa woman who says she drove her SUV into two children in 2019 to try to kill them because of their race has been sentenced to 25 years in prison 
on a federal hate crime charges. Now, and, and, and so here's the, the thing, because I re- briefly read this, but correct me if I'm wrong. These kids weren't Hispanic, were they? No. And no. that's what makes it so funny. You get, you get charged for a hate crime and they're not even another race. Because <laughs> we, you can be charged for a hate crime through intent, just like how you could plan a, to murder somebody and you don't do it. The intent is what can send you to jail. I think this is like a lot of people are confused why she only got 25 years. She didn't kill them. She attempted. So like I could see why she got But there was something interesting that I read in this article, which was the prosecutor asked for 27 years. And even the defense, uh, like her defense, her public servant was in agreement with this. But the court system still found a reason only to give her 25 years. And it speaks to the unjust nature of this punishment. I feel this person should be locked away for the rest of their life. But the somehow some way the the federal the criminal justice system finds a way to be lenient to the most despicable type of people and it it, it begs the question did her skin color come into question? I don't think so. I really don't think so. There 25 years I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good with the 25 years. I mean, but here's the here's the the kicker. I did not take the time to go and see what the outcome was from the young people. Well, what's their quality of life? That's what I want to know. If their quality of life is going to be drastically diminished and they're not going to be self-sufficient, they're not going to be able to move and do for themselves due to all the bodily injuries that they that they um, faced. I'm going to have a serious issue with 25 years. I need full restitution. What is Whatever property she has needs to belong to those kids. No, seriously, something I I don't know if they're keeping the kids' condition a secret because they were minors and they probably still are. But uh, it's definitely it raises a lot of questions more than answered, honestly. But the health officials from the FDA, CDC, and even the government of Mississippi and Tennessee all had to come out with a statement telling people to stop using the dewarming drug ivermectin as a COVID treatment. And I want you guys to hear me on this. This shouldn't be a conversation. If you're willing to take horse medicine before getting the vaccine, something's wrong with you. Versus, and and let's put this in perspective, dewarming, implying that this drug would do nothing on a virus. It's meant to work on parasites. It's meant to be used on 400, 600 pound horses. Hold on. There's supposed to be a, from what I'm looking from these Looney Tunes, there is an actual human version of the drug that is obviously way scaled down because they only make mm-hmm. it for horses. I mean, so any any concentration that a human being would get, I mean, what are they going to do? They're di- di- diluting it in saline, but no, it's got to be a human concentration. You know, these people, they can't do the maths. Most of them are not mm-hmm. doctors or nurses, and they don't administer any any uh, uh, intravenous uh, therapies or drugs. So I, if if they were taking it, they'd be dropping like flies, and I haven't heard that. So well, a gotta- lot of people have been, and that's the thing, a lot of people have been admitted into the ICU and just had their pump, their stomachs pumped. But to your point, Eric, there is a human dose and a purpose for this. It can be used on people who have uh, lice or Lyme disease uh, that they get from lice. So it makes sense, like ringworms and things like that. It makes sense. There's a version of this that exists, but it's not going to save you from COVID. But yeah. pushing forward into this idea about what's going to save you from COVID, we now have a vaccine that has been 100% approved by the FDA. And if this theory goes as as promised, 30% of the population who initially said back in January that they wouldn't take it until it got FDA approval are now up for gains. This has been something that the FDA, if you've been following them, has been talking about approving for months in advance. So a lot of people seem confused why now all of a sudden their tune would change. Do you think that the FDA approval changes anything about people wanting to take the vaccine now? I don't I don't think this sways it any. I don't think this is going to give the amount of people that the government expects confidence. It'll give a few people more confidence. But me, why is Pfizer the only one that's got government FDA, excuse me, approval? Where is Moderna? They have very, very similar 
outcomes and actually in fact depending on which data set you're looking at moderna seems to be slightly better mm-hmm. i mean even without the booster so why doesn't moderna have status i mean i i get the J situation but I, what i'm what what gives me pause about this i'm i'm glad that the fda finally did what it, pr- it probably should have done three or four months ago but what they what they what i honestly feel like is that the moderna and jnj need to be in there and then when i'm going and looking at biontech's and pfizer stock in the nasdaq yesterday it was just ridiculous and so it always lends me to believe that hey listen i'm following the money and i see that in april in february we had an issue with the jnj because it is rare side effect and then we also had moderna a month ago with a rare side effect nothing about pfizer and then pfizer's the only one that gets clearance i'm like this is this is why people aren't as accepting the fda could have easily granted status to the other two and i haven't found a reason as to why so i want to see what how the events play out maybe they're behind they just haven't announced it yet and if that is i think that's what's going to bolster people's confidence well i the thing that i have written here for a lot of the a lot of the test or them is that they do have approval for it that they do have approval but it's just going to take time remember pfizer if we're thinking about it in the chain of how things were given pfizer was given approval before pfizer I mean, Pfizer was given approval before Moderna. So it's only right that Moderna will lag behind with their approval when it comes to FDA. So I don't see that being a major Major issue. issue. I mean, I'm not going to disagree. I'm just saying how people are going to feel. People are. The thing is, the government at this time, I feel like they got a responsibility. I mean, if you can have an emergency use authorization, you could have put your stamp of approval on all of them at the same time and that would have been just like oh well which one do i get now versus do i want to do it and there's people who are not going to do it and whatever (laughs) it is what it is so yeah no definitely uh but the next thing we're going to be covering here staying on the covid hype train in south florida 75 doctors from the south florida hospital staged a symbolic walkout to protest the surge of in uh, surge in unvaccinated covid19 patients this was a protest that they did with the outcoming of a speech talking about the importance of getting vaccinated and the damaging effects of the constant flow of patients who are not vaccinated and what it means basically in this hospital they have no beds for any other type of surgeries so if you have a car accident if you uh get shot if you have a heart attack you are you're done for so i i see the reason for it but eric what do you think yeah, so I was looking at the Johns Hopkins data, and it shows uh, he has it broken down by state. And it, the majority of, of admits, the majority of uh, patients are non-COVID patients. So, um, and that's quite, I mean, it's quite a significant number more. So um, I, I get why they would say that, but just don't don't use that as the reason. You actually need to use the science and the data as your as your as your backing don't as a as a scientist you know try to play on people's emotions you have to present information and get and get people to make a sound decision and and if they don't want to do what you think is right even if you are right then what are you gonna do you know i mean but i don't think this is the way to go about it and then you stopped giving care to people in the hospital to prove a point that seems counterintuitive to me but I'm not a doctor. I'm not these people. I understand why they did it, but I just wouldn't have taken that approach. Uh, Yeah, we'll see what happens. But hopefully one of the patients that we're taking care of wasn't the conservative talk show host, uh, Phil Valentine, who dies after a battle with COVID-19, his employer says. Um, For all you guys that aren't keeping track with us, we have a Herman Cain Award which is for all you people that don't know tldr Herman Cain said covid was a hoax and didn't believe in it went to a trump rally and died the great Herman Cain. a virus i mean i don't know why he thought it was a hoax i'm not but i'm not going i'm not going to do that brother like that listen if you tell me it was a kenneth award or something man we might have a we might have a we might have a deal hey but 
Hey, but hey, but it's the Herman Cain Award for right now. Cause and the only reason why I call it that is because that's what it's called on Twitter. There's a whole subreddit on Twitter called the Herman Cain Award, and it's dedicated to people like him. That's racist. It's dedicated to people like him. So the reason why I'm talking about this right now is this guy died, and it's now been like 12 days. So hey, don't fuck around and find out, guys. Take care of yourself. And. Just to make sure we're all on the same page, a Republican lawmaker attends an anti-vaxxer rally days after his unvaccinated wife died of COVID-19. This this leads me to say something, and I and I want to get your opinion on this. Do you believe that certain people believe in this anti-vaxxer movement or this anti-COVID movement because they're just too deep in now that it wouldn't make sense for them to pull out and come to reason because they look stupid? Nah. People genuinely believe it. I know it's hard for for the rational people to do. I'm I'm looking at this headline and I, I just can't believe it. If my wife died from COVID, first of all, I'd be too distraught to go to some stupid rally. Secondly, my wife died from the vaccine from the uh, from the the disease. So I'm dang sure not I'm dang sure not dealing with any of that crap. I'm just gonna be like, you know what? She probably got COVID. <laughs> So let me stay my dumb self at the crib. You know, I mean, the fact that a person can turn their brain off after it hits that close to home is, you know, it's, it's beyond me. You know, it's easy for me to sit here and, and talk, but I, it, it it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, I mean, my condolence goes out to the people who are suffering. But once again, this person is out here spreading misinformation. It's affecting people. But there's one person that I'm proud to say isn't spreading misinformation. And it's Agent Orange, man. So So let's hear what he has to say. I I believe totally in your freedoms. I do agree. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But you got. No, that's okay. That's all right. You got your freedoms, but I happen to take the vaccine. If it doesn't work, you'll be the first to know, okay? Well, you know, Heather and I... And I, I gotta say, yo, I'm I'm, happy, I'm proud of him for coming out and saying, like, yo, I got the vaccine. You should get it. You should do it. It's all right. Of course, when he started getting a few... I don't necessarily say that's booing. I think he got jeered, but it speaks to the magnitude and how deep these people are. Like they're willing to ignore their their leader. It's just that honestly, a lot of this is they they don't care and they're not thinking. They got to remember if we, bro, if we just go back twelve months, who was the biggest proponent of Operation Warp Speed at the time? Do you mean to tell me? I mean, let's just use some logic here. Do you mean to tell me a guy who? was planning on getting the vaccine release as a not only because he thought it was good, especially after contracting the virus, but he also was gonna get a political win. Do you do you mean to tell me and, and this is and this is the part that's really bad. These people who are like, yeah, come on, would have been the first people to sign up and would have wagged their finger at people on the left like you guys aren't patriots. This is America. Get a vaccine. They would have been doing the exact same thing. And this is the, uh, for me, uh, the unfortunate problem. He should be the one that you trust and listen to because you put all your eggies in his basket and your eggies broke. My eggies broke for that matter. But at the same time, now that Joe Biden got to administer the vaccine, the majority of the left is like, for sure. And then we got people on the right like, it's the devil's juice that's sticking in your arm. It's poison. It's going to mess up your DNA and your brain. And, you know, it's going to give your kids autism. Like, they just keep doing the exact same thing they accuse the people on the left. And this is my my bigger issue. Take the politics out of it. Can we just get down to brass tacks and make a decision and move on and quit talking about it? It's, it's getting out of pocket. It's just so crazy. I don't I don't know, bro. Like, I don't I don't know. <laughs> what, to, what to think anymore it's just it's getting aggravating that we keep having to have these conversations people are yelling into the camera telling people what they should and shouldn't do on either side it's, it's just why does this have to be a political thing why can't it be 
let's sit down and do what's best for everybody and then we can go back to hating each other after mm. what you think uh, I think you have a good point and I will talk a little bit more about what's the what's better what's best for the the majority versus the minority but there is a situation that we have going on uh Hassan Piker who is a political social commentator on a bunch of things but mostly known for his socialist ideologies regarding healthcare the the over invasive actions of capitalism and just the impact that major corporations have on us as a major society is being drugged through the mud because he's purchasing a house in South LA for $3 million. And a lot of people don't like that, but if you've ever taken 10 minutes to look at the housing market in South LA, which he has fought vehemently against and having controlled rates it's no, it's no pretty picnic. So you're stuck with a hard pot, a, a rock in a hard spot. Do you continue to live in the lifestyle that you life in area in place you grew up as a kid, or do you, you know, conform to living somewhere where it's not as expensive? Uh, I bring Jimmy Dore to mind because he owns a two point something million dollar house out in L.A. And so, so Eric, Eric, what's, what's your, your thoughts? thoughts? I don't like it. <laughs> I really don't like it. I mean. I guess I have a different approach. I'm by no means a socialist or a communist. I'm very much a capitalist. Here's the issue. You can't pick the, the parts of capitalism that you like and then get on, on camera and, and preach socialism to the people that pay or, or help fund your mortgage every month. Bro. It just seems real, real off-putting to me. I, it's just not a good representation. Real communal people want want to live communally they want a big piece of land they want to grow their own food they want to raise their own pr- protein they want to have their own water electricity build their own homes be completely self-sufficient and have even exchanges this is this is what people like that tend to do now he want if he how do you why you have three million dollars and you're participating in the capitalist system because it makes you feel good I mean, is there a problem with it? Nah, not necessarily. It's just not a good look at the end of the day, really. It's really, why couldn't you have bought $500,000 crib not in Los Angeles? I mean, I'm just saying. You could have did way better for $3 million here in Texas. I'm, I'm going to leave it to his discretion. Like, he should be able to decide where he wants to live and what he wants to do with his time and money. I will say this and give him the necessary credit he deserves in this aspect, which is, he does give charity. He does fight for the homeless. He has constantly been part of the forefront of this conversation. But I don't feel like he should be punished because he decides to do what he wants to do with his own money and time. He got that money fair and square. Now, if we're talking about like someone like Jeff Bezos, who's the 1% of the 1% and didn't pay taxes, then he, if Jeff Bezos was doing this, I'd have a problem. But he fair and square got his money. So I'm okay with this. Had a good look. Uh, optics, for sure. But we got another money crisis going on. AMC stock makes little sense to own at 36 per share unless, unless you remember what happened with GameStop uh, just a few months ago, eight months ago, where GameStop started off as a measly $4, and I had eight of them. And now GameStop is sitting comfortably at $178. So if you are fortunate enough to jump on the hype train, the AMC squeeze is happening. At the end of this month, AMC will become due. And a lot of people are hoping that AMC goes in the toilet. They need to drop down below $15. And they're currently at $36. The higher this goes, the more money that goes back to the system. This has the opportunity to mirror the diamond hands of the old days so eric i'm interested to know what do you think about the diamond hands chances of of messing amc up for the better yeah i i i don't see i don't see it going anywhere i mean amc the only thing i honestly believe that's holding it up right now is that amazon owns it they've been kind of discounting movies they definitely were like hey it was quietly one of the few places that that opened up quickly Amazon for I don't know how was able to stay out of the news. Um, 
it was it's been really interesting to see that they are kind of afloat. People are kind of going to the boomies, but I, when I drive by and there's a lot of movie theaters around me, I don't really see people up in there like that, man. So I say time will tell. I mean, you never you never know if we can get a little market manipulation, but I'm going to stay away from that one just because I don't trust that. Well, if you don't trust it, I'm not mad at you about that, but there's something you can trust. The Spider-Man No Way Home trailer dropped recently, and it was fucking fantastic. Like, it had no business being this damn good. And for all you guys that don't know, I'm a Marvel head, and I love Spider-Man. I... I've already sworn off the Marvel Cinematic Universe because my story ended at Endgame, but they have done a great job bringing me back to it because they're bringing back old villains from past Spider-Man movies. So if Tobey Maguire is your favorite Spider-Man, guess what? You're going to see the Green Goblin. If Andrew Garfield is your favorite Spider-Man, guess what? You're going to see the Lizard and all of them back here or Doc Ock, for example. Eric, who's your favorite Spider-Man villain? Doc Ock. Doc Ock, Ock, hands, hands down. down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Hobgoblin, or the Green Goblin and the Hobgoblin story is really, really good. I do like that story, that storyline, just because father and son, like, I love that. But I just didn't like the movies and the way they did them. Honestly, actually, I take that back. Venom. Venom, probably. Mm-hmm. Ven- Venom slash Carnage, even though I know it kind of got spun off into its own thing, but it's part of the the spidey verse so i mean yeah but th- nah doc Ock, I, i'm i'm, I'm yes. waffling it it's doc- stick stick with what you know it's a good decision so i'm excited to see this movie no lie i can't wait for it to uh come out and finish and we'll be keeping close tabs close tabs on that but uh eric has refused to talk about another entertainer and this entertainer is buster rhymes he came out at the end of his concert the other day and said some really horrendous things Coming out December 17th. I'm going to stop right here and just say this. He, he talks with a certain level of bravado and knowledge that he thinks he has that he has none at all. Like, it's just weird to see him have this stance when he clearly knows nothing about what's going on. He lives in a bubble. He's affluent as fuck. He doesn't have to suffer the consequences of the common folk. And he talks without understanding that the people in the crowd pay him. And if they're not alive to pay him, he's a nobody. I don't... Listen... He's exercising his right to say what he feels and thinks. I mean, that's what we're doing on the podcast right now. So I can't I can't have a problem with it because then that just makes me a hypocrite. So if that's what he thinks and feels, hey, cool. Listen, my mother taught me, Eric, you do what you can li- live with, son. And if you can live with that bus, uh, whatever. But I wear a mask at work. I have to wear a mask at work. It's a surgical mask. I do surgery. I got no problem protecting my airway. I hope people... Responding kind and protect their airway. If you protect your airway, you as a byproduct protect mine. If you don't want to protect your airway, I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to tell you you're evil. I'm not going to have negative feelings towards you. Just, I don't get it. But again, people can do what they want, man. It's, this, is, this is where we are. But I'm not surprised, man. We're not, Americans aren't the most, we're not civil anymore. We don't have manners and decency respect for other people all that stuff's out the window we live in a selfish society self-absorbed society and so that's why i'm not as frustrated as i like to get i can't i can't really i can't really get mad you know what i'm saying like what what else do we expect everybody feels entitled to 
having their way whatever their view of the world is and if you have an anti-vax anti-mask view of the world this is how you express it doesn't make it right doesn't make it i guess wrong either but it's just interesting to your point like if as long as what you're saying is informed and you've researched and this is the conclusion you come to great if you're just out here throwing middle fingers up to covid and uh masks without any information then you know we need we need to put you to the side and have a conversation but that's that's my two cents uh, a mighty two cents and i'll add you know 23 more cents to get you a quarter here the thing that me and you do that is different than what bust is is that we actually have a vested interest in the safety of people our people other people and when you make statements like this it's hard to back you up bus hey i support your movement your music there ain't no change in the game boy flip mo squad gonna bring you the mess i get it but it, if i can separate the music from the artist then i can come to you as an individual and also correct you when it changed the most important thing you can do to your heroes is face them when they're and when they're in the wrong and Buster's wrong for this um someone else that's wrong for something is Cole Beasley who is a famous cowboy a famous a, a famous cowboy player who is now playing for the Bills Nafi you might want to get him off your fantasy league if you're thinking about drafting him because he's been removed from the team along with four other players for their contact with COVID related patients they got a trainer who was working on him and three other players and that trainer now has COVID as a breakout case since that trainer was vaccinated. Cole Beasley has come out and said that he's against the vaccine mandate in the NFL and has spoke ill of the vaccines. This is also a person who's been through uh, concussion protocol five times in a season. So I don't know if his brain is the best brain to use as far as judging this situation, but his old boss, Jerry Jones, came out and said recently, hey, people need to suck it up and get over themselves when it comes to the vaccine. It's bigger than just you. There's no I at the door. It's we. What do you think about that, Eric? I mean, I don't really care about what Jerry Jones says. What I will say about Cole Beasley is um, the Bills made him walk that back. I don't know if, if you saw that video. He said, yeah, I'm going to get it. I mean, I, 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 it's a part of my job and I know I said things in the past and blah, 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 but you know, he basically walked it back because they told him, you're going to get the damn jab or you're not going to have a job. Jab or job. <laughs> how much money How much money did you sign for this year? Are you willing to put three, four million dollars down the pisser for, for, for this? If you are, hey, cool, man. We can just release you right now. I mean, we got we got, we got Stefan Diggs on the team. Man. So we check. The thing, that, the thing that's just crazy to me is just like, <laughs> and it, so even if he walked it back guess what he didn't walk it back he, he walked it back and he still caught it so it's just like you're you're ruining other people's opportunities but i will talk uh i me personally i'm gonna tell you guys a quick story and this is real quick we got two more stories and then we're gonna go nafi get it get ready to get on the discord nafi um uh, i went to an airbnb with my homeboy jay jay white uh he uh went to college with me and I and I get to send me his plug. I I got you. Uh, and I was we were going to we were doing some event every year. We go some random place and we play video games for the first night. Then we all just meet up and have a good time. And I was at this place. It was around the time where I was kind of broke on myself, so I ain't had money. But so I was like, you know, let's get an Airbnb together. And I was like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. And it was single handedly one of the worst experiences I've ever had with a fucking uh Airbnb because it belonged to this it, hotels are ten times better. I it was a it was a weird white lady. She wanted to be in the house at all time with us, so she stayed in the basement and we stayed upstairs. So that was weird. But then she would text us and be like, Hey, we're going out for drinks with our friends and we'd be like, Hey, we're hey, we're down. Well, you can come with us. We're going to go get some drinks with some of our friends and she was like, Oh, that's creepy and then she said, I left the house because I don't feel safe whatever uh, the thing that really made me upset the thing that really pissed me off was i asked a specific question hey do you have an ironing board and an iron because i'm a full-size individual and i have to iron clothes for an event i think it was for a wedding i think it was for t's wedding 
And she responded, yes, this was prior to us booking. When we get to the site, it's one of those college half boards. And it was and it wasn't a full ironing board. So you know my big ass clothes would not fit on that fucking ironing board. And I took a towel, slid, laid it on a dresser, and ironed my outfit. No problem, right? Problem. Problem. It was an antique dresser given to her by her great grandpappy, who was a German something. And I was supposed to feel bad, but I had no sympathy, Eric, because I asked you a simple goddamn question and you failed me. Therefore, you failed your lineage, you failed yourself. And she fined us for it. And we ended up challenging it and won because I was able to show proof that I sent the package. Humble brag means nothing. Airbnb is giving 20,000 houses to Afghan refugees. What do you think about that? <laughs> how many we got? How many homeless people we got in L.A.? How many mm-hmm. homeless people we got in Dallas? How many homeless people mm-hmm. we got in Chi-Town, D.C., Detroit, mm-hmm. Atlanta, mm-hmm. Milwaukee, mm-hmm. Indy? Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing up major cities. Seattle. Mm-hmm. I'm just Portland. I'm just putting up major cities that I know have major homeless pro- homelessness problems, but Airbnb can find it in their heart mm-hmm. to give people from a completely different country mm-hmm. refuge. Isn't mm-hmm. that interesting? But they refuse to do it for the actual people born in this country. The virtue signaling nerve. I'm kind of ticked off. I'm probably going to uninstall the app after this. And not use them anymore. Plus, I'm just snob. I want, I want, uh, I want full breakfast in the morning if mm-hmm. I'm staying out of town and I don't want to pay for it. Or I want it included in my in my sweet package, Hilton. like my boy. Marriott. Hey, Hilton, I, I HG Rewards member, and I got Maria um uh, Bonvoy uh membership. Listen, I'm Shout about out. that life. Shout out if y'all want to sponsor us. Let me, let your boy know we we about that. We about that. I, I would totally agree with Eric on this. There's literally more housing complex than there are people in America right now. So the fact that homelessness exists is simply because people are bad. It's just because a group of people don't care. And I'm okay with Airbnb being kind to the less fortunate. But this America First movement should be one hell of a thing. If America First is what we really want to live and die by... Why the hell do we wait to the last second to help ourselves? Why do we why are we always willing to take away the benefit and aid to our people first? Like we take that away with no questions asked. So Airbnb, kudos to you. But you are literally responsible for decimating the whole entire housing market in a lot of major cities and suburbs because you go in, buy up all this property, make it impossible for anyone else to join in. And if there's someone you want to leave the property, you devalue the property to the extent where someone owning a house on your block that has Airbnb on it is pointless because no one wants to live next to the opportunity of a drug rage party happening next door any given Sunday. videos out where people do what they call airbnb arbitrage these people found ways around leases and apartments condos multi-unit uh condos and all this kind of stuff to quietly airbnb and they do short-term rentals and they have weird times to try to uh, avoid people i've seen all kind of scammy stuff that these fools be doing man listen they can kick rocks i'm i'm, I'm done with them fools well I'll give you a chance to be start up with somebody else. You are currently looking at Pittsburgh, Ohio, Insider Five, Inside the Five. This is a Josh Mandel, uh, a U.S. a U.S. Senate Congressperson. He's running for the U.S. Senate seat in Ohio, and he had a tweet out. Inside the Five is a cool brewery started by two NFL vets. I always found that term to be weird. NFL vets just say NFL former players. I feel like vets is a weird word. I don't think it'd be sure. But okay, that's enough. Great food and spirited waitresses. Even though Brianna or Brianna, what is that? Brianna? Brianna was sick today. She came to work because she knew they were short service. Short services. I feel like you want to say short staff. Short servers. I can't read. Um, these are the type of American workers that make our country strong. Eric, can you tell me what's, what's wrong, wrong with, with someone, someone being, being sick, sick at, at work? work? Do you have the bug? Which bug do you have? Are you going to pass that on? I, you're taking a photo, and there's one convenient thing I noticed that 
you're not protecting your airway or anyone else's airway from a uh, not bloodborne pathogen, but a um, an Aerosol. airborne pathogen. Yes, airborne. So I'm just saying this doesn't make sense to me. Like I get it. I get the point of it. She's trying to push through. I appreciate the resilience, but me, we we I I'm in a life or death business, not in the cold brews and good times business. And if somebody says, "Hey, man, I got migraine. I got body. Hey, bro, listen. Hey, sis, <laughs> you go ahead and lay it down. Go ahead and submit that PTO. Uh, I'm gonna check back on you in the morning. The s- symptoms subside. You can get, you can come back in the rotation." And the next day, if I check on you two days and you still got symptoms, I'm sending a PCR t- <laughs> test. Well, I'm sending a nasal swab to your door and mm-hmm. having my lab run it. I don't play with that. And I think I get it. The 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 work the work staff right now is super limited. A lot of druggers are like, hey, man, I'm going to take this extra money from Uncle Sam. You can go pound sand, paying me $10, $12 an hour. I'm coming back for nothing less than 20 bucks an hour. And people can't afford that. So. I mean, some people going to get out here and hustle, but this is just not smart, in my opinion. But, you know, who am I? Well, you're you're a person who hosts a podcast show. And this a lot of people felt the same way to the extent where they actually said to, you know, inside the five hamburger, like, yo, why are you letting this poor lady work? Are your conditions so bad? Immediately, they went into damage control and said that the worker was sent home right away. She was given proper time to do this. But you'll never guess what our homeboy here, Josh Mandel, did. He then sent out a second tweet talking about how this restaurant succumbed to the woke mob and doesn't understand the importance of hard workers like this lady who was clearly sick. And Eric, if you had to take a guess what disease she was infected with after she took a test, tell me what what you think she was sick with. wasn't the flu it wasn't <laughs> probably not chicken pox because a lot of people ain't catching that we eradicated polio so was it covid covid our favorite contestant winner and it's just crazy to see and crazy here anyway inside the five if you click on that link uh there they actually deleted their twitter account so this 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 congressman to be in the future has successfully caused someone to shut down their own Twitter account because of just the lambasting of bad comments that they got for the horrible handling of this situation. And I'm not I'm not upset at them. Here's what it is. But Eric, let's end this on a good note. We have some good news for all you people out there who were deprived of something. Now, if you are like me, every week your parents brought you to mcdonald's and every week you went into mcdonald's you were happy you were joyful to get your happy meal and your toy but then you evolved you got bigger you started asking for chicken nuggets big macs quarter pounders with cheese you stepped your game up you grew up a little bit but one thing remained the same you always wanted a fucking ice cream cone before you left but you were haunted by the words simply put the ice cream machine doesn't work doesn't work is probably the most detrimental thing you can hear at a McDonald's. And I'm here to tell you, the reason why the ice cream machines at McDonald's never worked is because they had to pay a third-party individual who was mandated to fix the machines and they couldn't, nobody else could touch it except for them. And McDonald's has finally won that lawsuit so they can now fix their own ice cream machines. So I'm here to tell you people, in about a Say it again, Eric. Say it again. Flurries is back. Yeah. <laughs> They're back, baby. They're, They're back. back. And, and I'm I- I'm just happy to see it. I'm just happy to see it. I'm tempted to go to McDonald's. I haven't been there in 13 years, but I'm tempted to go back. Eric, are you going to go back? Oh, I got to go back for a, 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 a Butterfinger McFlurry, bro. I'm going to have to pull up just for that. I don't eat any of their other food. But that, but you know what's actually interesting about this? How in the world did McDonald's get strong armed by some company that we know no, I we have no idea about? How do we go like twenty years and not know they were getting just muscled by some ice cream machine company? 
<laughs> That's hilarious. I'm not going to stunt. Like, it's a contract. So, McDonald's probably was bought into it. They couldn't get out of it. But regardless of how things work, hey, they're free now. So, I'm here to tell you, if I ever go to McDonald's from probably next week moving forward, I'm going to give them I'm going to give them an additional four more years. If I ever go to McDonald's and I ask for ice cream and they tell me the machine's not working, I'm literally within my right to reach in that room, in that little drive through window, pull the person out. And tell them, I've been disappointed by them for a lifetime. I will not have it though. I will not have it though. Go get me my goddamn McFlurry. You better make some shake back there. I don't care. Listen, if you gotta go get us some liquid nitrogen and drop it, Eric. Oh, you're back. Okay. I just saw that boofing. That's really right, weird. Back. Hmm. Thank God I have two internet sources. <laughs> But for the most part, that's the end of the quickies. Now, if you get your ass in the get your ass ready, uh, Eric, where can they find us? They find us right here on Twitch. This is where we live. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see, we got you see the counter up top. You already know we starting to migrate from over there. From the we got to get out from under the oppression, the authoritarianism that is the YouTube algorithm, and we got to uh, diversify and make make some moves. So we're right here on Twitch. I'm telling you, this is where it's at, man. Please go down, hit the heart, hit the bell, hit that purple little sign that says give the sub or subscribe yourself. Man, you know you don't want to watch those commercials. Just go ahead and sub. Make sure you go down, uh, get in that chat, man. Get active down there, man. Go over to YouTube and just give us a sub just because. Facebook, we appreciate the follow over there. We got the link tree down in the description. We're like Visa everywhere you need to be. But it's so hard to find through the daily grind. We're working overtime. And I'm sleep deprived. Shorty on the line and we feel some fights. Seems like every night. Don't care who's wrong or right. I hope the end is like slow it down and we can catch the vibes.